With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Remodel Revolution Radio. We are here looking good, talking about Rakhton. part and parcel with it so the so the wife is screaming at the top of her lungs bloody murder because of the rat has visited right and the husband is in bed he's retired the poor guy he's like i don't care you know yeah call alex <laughs> <laughs> if she keeps this up he's gonna want to go back to work oh yeah yeah i mean who wouldn't yeah right and so um, she's got like a phobia about rats. I mean, I don't blame who her. Doesn't? Who, who wouldn't? Well, we went in and we did everything we could to to block what this rat had done. It's where we built the elevator shaft and opened up, and that's why I went into this whole thing about under the house. Oh. We opened up a little space under. Of course, we didn't know there was a rat there, but the rat went, "Oh yeah, baby," <laughs> and she had. Uh, she had taken a towel and put it under at the bottom of the door we put in for the elevator shaft. It still had a little wind blowing through there. And well, guess where the towel ended up? It ended up in the rat nest. I mean, I opened the door and that the, the rat had taken the towel, shredded it, and stuffed it along the edges of the little plywood where we had put in to keep the air out. Well, yeah, it wanted to be comfortable. <laughs> it's smarter than everyone else is. What has happened to this world? The rats are it's, taking over. It's little rat babies really appreciate That's it. That's right. So I a couple months later, I'm doing another little project on their house and I have to send an electrician under there. Oh. And we put a sump system under there. The house had flooded yeah. underneath and we decided to put a sump system under. So I sent the electrician down there and his boss is standing out and there's you know, there's vents on the side of the house, foundation mm -hmm. vents, and they're talking to each other through the vent. And I can't understand them because it's Spanish, but it's very exciting, <laughs> excitable, very. <laughs> yeah. It's like he found gold. Oh, no, he didn't find gold. No. no. He found rats. <laughs> ratons. Muchos. Muchos Grande. ratons. Grande yeah, ratons. I said, how big? Grande. <laughs> how many? Mucho. He said, hurry, said, hurry up. <laughs> so then I had to go in and I had to tell the homeowner, right? And so my choice is tell the husband or tell the wife. They're both there. 
And I was so wigged out that the first person I saw was the wife. And I said, I got, I don't want you to get too excited. I don't want you to get, you know, I don't you go cuckoo on me. Don't pass out, but you've got rats under your house. Oh my, I mean, oh my gosh. And I mean, I could visibly see this poor thing just about to, about, she's about to go down. And so the husband comes over, he looks at me and goes, why didn't you just tell me? Why did you tell her? <laughs> so they, uh, they found the last report I had last week with a rat fella was there. Yeah. He had pulled three big old rats out from under the house. What really got her is he pulled another really big one out of the attic. And so I said, well, you know, like you said, they're, they're everywhere. Everybody out here has got rats. Why yeah. are you worried about it? Just put some leftover food in the yard. He'll go out there and get it. He'll go back under the house, have babies. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the answer they were looking for. Well, he came inside because I prevented him from going outside. You know, right. that was the deal. It, it yeah. was just, it was my fault. Yeah. As always. And absolutely blame the contractor. How did we what get, I would do. How do we get to that story? Well, yeah, it was a bit of a diversion because your public out there. They have one reason to change their air filter, but they don't have two more. Okay. So uh, <laughs> rats can leave things in the pan that clog up the drain that right. flood your house. So have the pan checked. Have the pan checked. Also, of course, you get a little like mildew and mm -hmm. you get mossy stuff growing in it and it clogs it yep see what do you do pour a little bleach pour a little bleach in it number two your air will be cleaner now just in case you forgot about what we're talking about here we're talking about why you need to change your air filters this time this is our green tip this is usually about a three minute <laughs> a three minute tip. but i'm having so much fun so your uh, thank you for coming today. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. So your air will be cleaner. Use a pleated filter. Now you know these fiberglass filters. You can yeah. you can get the good one. Yep. You can get the really good one. Yep. Or you can get the really stupid one. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you ask your yard guy to go get you a, a one inch filter for your air conditioning which one is he going to get he's going to find the cheapest the cheapest crappiest air filter L looks like a bunch of matted spaghetti yeah that you could take. do nothing we used to have uh, my friend steve lawton used to come on and he'd bring a big a big thing of salt you know morton salt okay and he'd bring one of those filters and he'd hold it up here and he just pour that salt right through it wow he got the only thing that that's thinks, a great little demonstration yeah. i remember that the only thing that thing's filtering out is tennis balls. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so don't buy a cheap filter. I mean, we're not talking about a lot of money. Yeah. No. It's a couple, a few bucks more. Yeah. And you can get three. Yeah. Get yeah. a package of three. You'll feel better about it. Then it's a few bucks more, and you're like, well, that's because there was three, not because they're more expensive. Right. Or you get a really good one, which yeah. would be a HEPA filter. Yep. Now that is going to change. A little bit of your system, you have to have a pro come out and change it. If it does, if it isn't made for one, you have to right. retrofit it. Yeah. 
But the really, really good ones, the really, really expensive ones, can cause an old system to be stressed just because that filtration is so fine. That's interesting. It's got yeah. it's got to work harder to push the air through those. Sure, sure. So I've had HVAC contractors suggest really stick with that mid-range price one. Mm-hmm. They work great. They filter the air. Now, if you have terrible, terrible allergies or other really health concerns, yeah, maybe you need to go to that really uh, expensive high-end one. But for most people, kind of that mid-range is really the best fit for them. And it's a pleated, we call yeah. it a pleated filter. It looks like it's fabric. Yeah. And and they work real good. Now, I have a, uh, and we all have them, but I've got a client that super sensitive to particulate. Yeah. Particulate matter in the air. Uh, Whether it's we, from ratons or not. We won't get personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she has... And a couple places in her house, a little air filter thing. It's two by two, maybe 24 inches tall, or you can get them as big as you want. And she just keeps it running. It just filters the air. And it's a HEPA filter mm-hmm. system. Now, they're not cheap or anything, but you can just set it in the corner of the room and just let it run. Right. And if you're that sensitive, get one. Get two. Sure. Yeah. Number three. Helps control moisture, which helps control mold and airborne bacteria. How does, well, if your if your coils aren't wet, if your coils are wet, then when the air is coming through your return air, your system's running, it's sending, it, which it does anyway, a certain amount of moisture gets in that air. But if your coils are clean, it pulls that moisture out when it goes back through and dries that, controls that moisture level. Yes. Right? Do I understand? That's how that works, right? Critical. Yes, critical. Okay. So keeping a clean filter in there is critical to this whole system working, and you're not rebreathing all of this stuff that when you talk, like you're rebreathing everything I'm (laughs) saying because we're so close. It's coming right in your face. Yeah. Yeah. But I... I brush my teeth like Monday. I, so. I appreciate that. <laughs> Every Monday, whether you need it or not. Whether I need it or not, yeah. And and that's the only time my wife and I have a really close conversation. <laughs> my friend Randy Hargrave says, let's save our planet. Give my friends at Hargrave Foundation a call today. 972-442-3415 for all your foundation needs. That was brought to us by our great foundation. Now, what did I leave out of? You, you were making notes feverishly. I was I was trying to learn about the first three. I was terribly excited about it. You were. You're, you're but, learning. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you have someone else do your air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> well, my big point was the the grade of the filters. I kind of yeah, already slid that, that in yeah, there. No, that's... Um, but it, you... Now, you've been doing... How long have you been building houses? Since 2002. Oh, you didn't start. You I know. I'm a babe. What did you do before that? You had to do something because you're at least 40. I'm like 187 years old. Oh. Uh, I was on staff with a ministry called Young Life. Oh, I remember chasing, Young Life. I was yeah. chasing 
teenage kids all around the world. Uh, Young Life used to be a, used to have a magazine when I was a teenager. Yep. Relationships. And it was a very, very, very fantastic organization. That's, That's right. very awesome. Matter of fact, your little sticker right there. Oh, you got what? They even gave you a, a an Arctic Cup. I know. You must have been there a long time. I played in a golf tournament. <laughs> got one of these. And so you, then you be, decided what you woke up and said, I guess I'll yeah. be a builder. I'll build houses. Uh. Yeah, actually, out of college, I almost got into construction and uh, decided to go uh, young life direction, and that was great. It was wonderful. And uh, when I, I was getting to the point where uh, I didn't know if I wanted to continue doing young life or not, I got tired of chasing the difficult kids around. The fun kids are What's great. What's their mission? It's a, a Christian outreach uh, ministry, and it... You, the task of the mission is to uh, share the gospel with kids that would never darken the door of a church. Mm-hmm. It's not the kids. So you're you know, reaching out to the. You're reaching out yeah, to the fringe. I want. Yeah, we're reaching out to the fringe mm-hmm. element and uh, building relationships with them. That's a hard sell. It's a difficult sell, mm-hmm. and you know if you're faithfully doing that, it's it wears on you. Sure. That's a, it's a tough nut to crack. Well, it's an emotional, yeah, because you're because it, that you can't get them to feel what you feel, right, right, right. And you know you can't force anybody to do anything or uh, believe anything, and that's really not the point either. Uh, so, uh, got to the point where I was just I don't know if I want to just keep chasing uh, these tough. I kids would rather around. have homeowners screaming at me any day than chasing <laughs> right. those kids around. <laughs> So one of my volunteer leaders was a builder. He'd been a builder for a long time. And uh, my wife and I, just in conversation, uh, said, oh, it'd be, it'd be fun to build a house one day. How fun uh, is I'd that? I'd do a custom house. And he said, I'll help you with that. I'll consult you through it. Wow. And like two naive idiots, my <laughs> wife and I looked at each other and went, oh, okay. How hard could that be? Ain't nothing to it. Yeah. Ain't nothing to it. So what that looked like, well, you know, I designed, I came up with a house design and uh, bought a little basic program and designed something up and gave it to him. And he gave it to his architect and he drew it up and cleaned it up and made it make sense. And we were off and running. So what it looked, what his con- consultation looked like was the first thing every morning I would stand in front of the lot and he would be on the phone and he would say, Explaining All right. to you that the garage has to face the alley. Right. No, you can't do that. Yeah. Steve, Steve would say, all right, tell me what you're looking at. And I would tell him, he goes, all right, you need to call this person, this person, and this person. And that's how you learned. And that's how I learned. Oh and about gosh. every two or three weeks, he would come by and walk the site. And it, I was absolutely fascinated with every stage of it. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it. Are you still me. that passionate? Oh yes, because you started then in two thousand two. You started on the backside of the recession. It wasn't a recession at that point. You're you're going on the upswing, right? Yeah, we were yeah. riding the upswing. It was starting to really get hot. Get hot, yeah. And so it was easy. There was nothing to it. If yeah. you could build a house, if you could put a roof on it, you could sell it. Yeah, but it was also a fascinating time because at that time, science, the uh, construction science, was just, really arcing up into it. Just the get going. hot, hot mm-hmm. button of the day was. Should houses breathe or should they be incredibly tight? Right. And as it turns out, 
both sides are right. That's right. Uh, it needs to be incredibly tight, or it needs to breathe a lot. So it, it, it sort of has to be a one or the other. There's not yeah. an in-between. Don't be in that in-between. Don't between. be a kind of. Which is actually where the codes are right now. It allows you, is to, that be, right? it allows you to be in-between. And it's kind of a dangerous place to be. So you have to, what, so what happens if you're in between super tight and not quite so tight? Uh, you have uh, indoor air quality issues. Mm -hmm. uh, your uh, uh, house will allow it to bring moisture in from the outside. Newton's second law of thermodynamics is a massive uh, issue. Uh, which states uh, high pressure goes to low pressure, right. uh, wet goes to dry, and uh, it's uh, all of these forces are coming into hot, play. Hot, to cold. hot, hot comes to, to cold. Hot, hot comes yeah. to cold, and so all of that creates this big like yeah. steam, this steamy yeah. wet thing inside your house. That you. We're gonna take a quick break when we come back. We're gonna keep talking to Matt Mitchell. What's the name of that company? James. Oh, that's right, that's right. We're going to take a quick break and we come back. More Remodel Revolution Radio. Don't go away. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 